You're listening to the Calm Mind Confident Life podcast, full of guided meditations, relaxation audios, and an abundance of tips from inspiring people around the globe. This podcast is here to help you cultivate calm and embrace the power and freedom of believing in yourself. With your host and founder of Value Your Mind, Natalie Keeley. Welcome back, everyone. I have at last got round to recording the podcast. I know it's been a long time since I last recorded an episode. What I decided to do is because due to the usual summer craziness, rather than constantly guilt tripping myself that oh, I still haven't recorded a podcast episode, I decided actually I would end series one before the summer and then start back with series two in September. So I'm just getting in at the end of September with the first episode of series two. Um, so yeah, it's great to come back and be talking to you all again. I have to say, I did definitely miss talking to you, but it was lovely hearing from some of you over the summer asking, you know, when we're coming back and letting me know how the podcast helps you. Because like everyone, I have those moments of self-doubt when I think, you know, is this worthwhile? Um, is it a good use of my time? And those kind of things. So when I hear how much you guys love it, it really does give me that boost of inspiration and motivation that, that I need. And motivation is definitely something that I've been lacking over the last few months because I've had such a busy summer. I've, I've barely had time for myself. And although I'm a pretty social soul, I've really noticed a lack of those solo moments, you know, those weekends of solitude when you haven't got anything booked in the diary and you can literally plan the weekend however you want to do or even just not even have a plan you know just get up and kind of feel your way through the day I've really kind of missed missed out those opportunities um and so yeah so it's just been nice over the last couple of couple of weekends to actually do that and a while ago I wrote a blog about this um about the importance of having those kind of moments of solitude for for our mental well-being and quite a few readers seem to really relate to it. So I thought what I'd do to kick this series off is talk about something along the same lines. So in this podcast episode, I thought what we'd do is talk about the importance of factoring in that alone time for our mental well-being, but also recognise when the opposite is required. And then I'll also end with a little meditation to help you connect back to you. Because let's face it, that is what it's all about. It's all about this idea of connection. You know, when we're busy with our lives, we can almost lose ourselves. And because we're we're like sponges, you know, we absorb everything. Um, when we're spending a lot of time with people, we're constantly absorbing their emotions, their values, their opinions, their thoughts. And all of that is great because it can be very inspiring and motivating. And it can help us feel connected to those people and the world and communities and things like that. But it can also sometimes act as a barrier to us connecting back to ourselves. It's almost like layers building up and by taking those moments of solitude, it can really help us strip those layers back and get back to what we really want and how we really feel without the outside influence of others. Um, I read this study a while ago, which I talked about in the blog, uh, which Psychology Today conducted. 
And it showed that the more connected you feel, the less likely you are to suffer from symptoms of depression or anxiety. Now, I think most of us can relate to this. You know, we we know when we have had some good quality time with friends and family and how it can really help us feel connected and less lonely. And actually, when I'm assessing for depression, one of the major indicators is people self-isolating. So, of course, spending time connecting with people equals happier minds. It makes sense, right? However, we have also all felt that feeling, I'm sure, when we're with lots of people, but we still feel incredibly isolated and lonely. And that is because we feel a disconnect, which is then highlighted when we're we're with a group of people. So although, yes, connecting with people can make us feel happier, we also need to be mindful that actually sometimes, if we're not in the right headspace, it can actually help us, or make, sorry, make us feel worse. So what's the answer? Well, as I talk a lot about, it's all about the intention. The moment we consider the intention to an action, we ask ourselves why. So what it does by asking ourselves why It helps us redirect us to the idea, is this going to nourish me or not? Is this going to be helpful or harmful? So when deciding whether you need some solitude or not, it's about considering it with that intention, with that intention of the end goal being connection. So what is going to help me feel more connected right now? Is it spending time with people or is it spending time by myself? Now, there's some telltale signs to look for that would indicate when you're starting to feel that disconnect from yourself. And that would be things like I mentioned above, when you start to feel lonely with a group of people, or when you generally feel pretty overwhelmed in your mind, or maybe like when you feel a bit scatty or flighty in your mood, It's usually that feeling that you need to reground, to regroup, you know, like stop and pause, to breathe. When you're feeling like that, like you really, you you don't have enough space to breathe, then you're likely to be feeling then that need to take some time by yourself, to reconnect to you. So those kind of feelings, you know, you need to reground, to breathe, to find space in your mind Those are the times when you need to probably reconnect to yourself. Because if you're starting to disconnect with yourself and and then you ignore this, the worse it will feel until eventually you end up feeling just completely lost within your own skin. And then that's when you can head into these extreme states where you um, isolate yourself or you decide you can't face seeing anyone and um, you keep or, or the opposite could happen. You keep surrounding yourself and people out of fear of spending time with yourself. And neither camp is, is a great place to be. So you've worked out that you need some time on your own because you know, you're know you noticing you're feeling overwhelmed or, or anything like that. But then the next dilemma is actually finding that time when you can actually effectively be on your own. Because time on your own means no one else. Now, I know this seems obvious, but there's so many people that I speak to that say, oh yeah, we, I, you know, I spent some time on my own. I was just kind of at home pottering around and my boyfriend or my, or my partner or whoever was there. And 
I hate to break it to you, but that is not on your own. <laughs> there has to be no partner, no child, no friend. It's literally time on your own. For me, the environment I live in is a perfect situation for solitude. My problem is more about finding time, you know, space in my week to actually factor in those moments of solitude because I'm just pulled in every direction doing so many different things at once. But whatever the issue is that you've got, you need to prioritise and commit to yourself. Just like you would set a date with a friend or a partner, you need to set a date of solitude with yourself and don't back out of it because you wouldn't set a date with a friend and then just not turn up, would you? So don't do it to yourself, you know, you need to commit. Maybe if you have children, this involves actually organising for um, someone else to look after them for the day or afternoon or whatever. Uh, I've heard actually from people that the children going somewhere else is better because then you can be at home in your own space and if you want to go out for a walk, you can, or if you want to spend time at home you can but you're kind of not tied to a certain environment because of other people um you know you can just choose what to do at your own leisure without the, feeling that pressure but you know if that's not possible set yourself a date going somewhere else go for a hike take a drive go somewhere you've wanted to visit for a long time take a train trip somewhere there's so many options that you can choose from the other day, uh, well, not the other day, I always say the other day, but it really probably was ages ago. <laughs> but the the other day, I'll say, was a bank holiday here in the UK. It was beautiful weather and um, I had some lovely uh, friends down for a really, really lovely weekend. So I decided to, on the Monday, on the bank holiday Monday, to go off and do a hike on my own. And someone had mentioned to me an area within driving distance, which was kind of in this countryside area that apparently had some good hikes. And I love exploring new places. So I jumped in my car, made myself a sandwich, downloaded an audiobook, and off I went. And yes, I had a massive to-do list of things which um, I needed to be doing, <laughs> But my mind was feeling so foggy. I just feel I just knew that it would be a lot clearer once I took that time to reconnect back to me. I was recognizing that I was feeling that sense of disconnect from myself. And if I wanted to have that focus back, I needed to set the intention of being helpful, not harmful, and reconnect back to me. And I came back, I completed a couple of things on my to-do list, of course, not everything, and I was still, you know, feeling frustrated that I had lots more to do, but it didn't matter because over the rest of the week, I felt so much more energised and so was therefore so much more productive. So just by taking those couple of hours, I know that I got way more done in my week than I would have if I kind of just let that foggy feeling immerse itself in my mind. This is why research is now um, showing how meditation has so many positive effects on the mind because it creates that slice of time for, it creates that slice of time for you to strip back those layers that I talked about and completely be with you and no one else. I've read in lots of different places all about this kind of idea of um, stripping back those layers 
And in one book I read, it was talked of as an unburdening of yourself and that clutter that has built up in your mind. And I also read recently another another um, meditation teacher talking about the many voices that build up in our minds of others and their opinions, and that these kind of build up and build up and build up. And what we need to do is we need to drop these so that we can hear our own, because there's such a build up sometimes that we can't actually hear our own voice. And I thought, I, I, I don't know, I just really, really related to that, that idea of dropping and unburdening those voices and those layers that have built up in time. It's kind of like, you know, a, a decluttering, uh, like you would do in your home sometimes, a spring clean, and we need to do that regularly with our, with our minds. So with that in mind, I wanted to leave you with a little meditation that you can practice to help you help give you that quick slice of solitude when maybe taking a longer length of time isn't as accessible. Of course, as I said, I really do feel that it's important for you to try and factor in those moments of solitude of at least a couple of hours, if not a whole day, where you can really have time by yourself. But as I said, that's not always possible, I know. And sometimes during the week, we just need that kind of instant boost of connecting back to ourselves, clearing our mind out of all that stuff that's built up. So hopefully this meditation will help. If you're not in a place where you can switch off for a bit, then um, pause the pause the podcast, find that space, and um, we'll get ready for the meditation. So just starting, if you want, you can either be seated or lying down. However, it just feels very natural and comfortable to you. And then just starting to be aware of the breath in the body. Becoming the witness of your own breath. So... All you're simply doing is just watching it as it comes in and goes out. As it just comes in on the inhale, fills the body gently with new air and leaves the body in the same way as you exhale. Feel the softness of the breath. Feel the warmth of the breath. Notice how the breath is quite free in its movements. It's quite simple the way the breath comes in and the breath comes out. Really connecting now to to that rhythm of your own body. And then just take a moment to scan the body and unburden it of tension. 
So with every exhale that comes out, imagine that every little bit of tension that is left in the body is leaving with that exhale breath. Every little bit of tension, it just leaves naturally as the exhale breath naturally leaves the body. take as long as you want just following this exhale breath an idea of the of the tension leaving the body on that breath but when you're ready bring that awareness to your mind and to the thoughts that are circulating in your mind to the voices that you can hear in your mind to those layers that have built up in your mind over the day over the week those layers of tension maybe, or maybe positive things, just all that stuff, all that stuff that has built up in your mind from exposure to the world, to other people, to the things that we read and see and hear, all those things, those little things that you've absorbed over your day and week, Just observing it all, just swimming in your mind. Not trying to clear it out at this point, just observing it all, just swimming around. Maybe it sounds quite loud in your mind. And now taking a full deep breath in. And a full deep breath out. And then with every exhale breath, allow all those things, all those layers that have built up in your mind to slowly release on that exhale breath. just taking it one at a time. Every time you notice something swimming around, imagine yourself just to be catching it and then letting it go on the exhale breath. Breathing in very naturally and easy. Really allowing yourself to unburden, to declutter the mind on that exhale breath. Now you're not forcing it here, you're just allowing it to happen naturally. Just like the breath as it comes and goes so naturally. That's exactly what you're doing here. Just allowing the thoughts, the voices, that build-up of stuff 
to just slowly release on the exhale breath, to dissolve away from the mind. Maybe sometimes as you're doing this, you can't feel that there's anything in your mind. And again, that's okay. There's no judgment. Just allowing when it happens to notice those thoughts, feelings, voices, that stuff. Just allowing yourself when it happens to notice all that. And then slowly just release it on the exhale breath. No force. No concentration, just easy and natural. Now just noticing how the mind feels a little, a little lighter, a little less foggy. How the body feels a little more still, a little less overwhelmed and stressed. maybe this kind of sense of connection to your to your core Allowing yourself just for a moment longer to just enjoy that connection to you. This moment that is just about you. A place where there is no judgment. No worries. No fears no expectations, it is just you in this moment with your breath.
And wherever your thoughts, your mind, your body has gone to, just slowly drawing it back to that inhale and exhale that happens naturally. Allow yourself to absorb all those sensations of space, of connection to yourself, of awareness of your body and your mind. Just absorbing all those sensations, breathing in, breathing out. And then taking a really full breath in as it comes. Opening the mouth and releasing all of the air out of the body. And when you're ready, you can just slowly blink open your eyes. Feel free to stay here a little longer if you, if you want to. But when you're ready, you can come out of the meditation. So as you can see, it's a very simple meditation that probably after just hearing it a couple of times with me talking, you'll be able to do it on your own. And you can do it anywhere, as most of the meditations allow you to do. But it just really helps you really kind of unpeel and let go of those layers just by simply using your breath as the tool to connect you back to yourself. So I hope you feel a little more relaxed, a little more space in the mind. And thank you for joining back with me for this first episode of Series 2. I will be back in a few weeks' time, and then it will be an interview with a, another guest, our first guest for Series 2. Of course, if you, in the meantime, want to flick back to Series 1 and listen to any of the episodes on there, then I would highly recommend it. There's so many meditations on there that can be listened to time and time again, so definitely recycle those, those episodes if you have time, time to do it. Otherwise, I will see you back here next week.